Hey, you're tuned in to Listen Back, the podcast, creative conversations with Lettucey. Are we still good? Morgan James is here with us on Listen Back. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for being here today. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Led. Man, you're so dope. I think the first time I heard of you was seeing you in Motown, the musical. Is that it? And you were Tina Marie, man. I was like, who is this chick? (laughs) (laughs) That's the first time we met. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have a... I'm going to send you, I have the picture from the first time we met backstage. Oh, really? Wow. Yes, I do. I got to see that, man. It's so dope. It's been a long time. You were amazing in that show. And I was like, gosh, what else is she doing? And then I heard you doing your own music online. I was like, wow, this is so cool. It's because I immediately uh, started to follow and wanted to know more. How is it going from being a character into being... Morgan James. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's right after Motown, or actually during Motown, I got signed to Epic Records. And I remember you and I ran into each other at a, you know, a meeting, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the Recording Academy. And and it was a big challenge because I was signed just on my voice. I wasn't really signed as an artist because I didn't really have music yet. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to figure that out while I was making records there and figure that out in those meetings and with those big wigs and all that. And it was a little challenging to kind of figure out what direction I wanted my music to go in and really what the stamp I wanted to make as an artist or who I was as an artist. And, you know, I had a lot of support and I had a lot of ideas because everybody's going to tell you their idea for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think over the years, you know, and particularly since I've been an independent artist, it's become so clear to me. It becomes clearer through the years. And as you make fans and and make your kind of mark as a live artist, because I know you're such an incredible live artist, and that really informs the kind of records I want to make is 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 what kind of music I want to make live and what kind of what do I want to say to people live? You know, how do I want to take it on the road? So you were basically figuring out your artistry, your your voice coming from the stage and then right into recording and still having, you didn't have the opportunity that I had, which was being in nightclubs and figuring it out. <laughs> and when there was places for people to play first and then develop a sound and a fan base, you kind of did it as you went along. Am I correct or... Kind of, you know, I played, I played gigs here and there, but I was really, I I didn't, I had to learn on the fly, you know, I would do a gig and try some music out, you know, but it was, they were really kind of pressuring me to get something done. And I, I didn't know really what I wanted it to be yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, and every time I would try music out at a gig, I learned so much. So I think that that's so invaluable when you're trying you're saying, does this work? Is this good? Y'all like this? You yeah. know, and I think it's it's important. Well, yeah, because, you know, for me, it was more like, oh, I'm gonna, I got a jazz gig. Oh, I have a, a gig singing classical. Oh, I have a gig doing theater. Oh, I have a gig doing whatever. And here's some songs with a jam band. I'll make up something. You know what I mean? So you're still, and by yeah. the time you settle down and say, what's my sound? What are people responding to live? That's great. But a buying audience and a live audience, are you still learning that too? 
I think, I think so now that people are coming to see me for me, you know, at the beginning, maybe, you know, I, now that they're coming to see not just maybe somebody they knew from Broadway or somebody they knew from a video, but somebody they know cause, cause of my music that I'm making. Yeah. I think that when I say to an audience, Hey, I want to try some new things. Is, is that all right with y'all? And, and they love it because they have a personal investment now. Um, but that takes a long time. You know, it takes a long time for, to build those loyal fans. I don't like branding artists. I, I love the art of the artist. Um, so how would you how would you brand yourself? What what are you now? What's your sound? You know, I always say and even back in the day, I would always say, you know, when when people at the label or when fans would say, well, what are you? What do you do? And I say, I am a soul singer and a, and soulfulness comes in lots of shapes and sizes and colors, yes. you know, and. And soulfulness can be in so many different genres because I I come from so many different traditions and genres and I love so much music. So anything that I put my voice on hopefully will be soulful and I it, it will always have ma'am. A, always. Yeah. I wouldn't have you here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's the 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 latest record I just made is is a straight up, you know, soul record. I wanted to make an, a real old fashioned Memphis soul record it's with original beautiful, music. Oh man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I, and, and our, our mutual friend, Ryan Shaw wrote a song with oh, me on wow, that album. That's cool. Yes. And he sang with me and Mark Broussard and, um, it's, you know, so I always say I'm a soul singer. And then within that, I like to go in lots and lots and lots of different genres and use my, my voice to do it. Right. So how does it feel being independent and being able to wear many hats, record, uh, you know, whatever you like? Does it feel nice having that say? I love it. I mean, I love it. I honestly, the only thing I miss is that checkbook from the major label. And that is the only thing I miss. And every other aspect of it, I love because yeah. I'm so th I'm thankful that I've got people around me when I come up with, with an idea, no matter how crazy they all say, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. And for to have a lot of people around you who say yes and want to create yeah. things with you. And it's so, it's such a blessing. And so for me, you know, I had to kind of figure out how to ask for money. I had to figure out how to raise money. I had to figure out how to be a boss and still be a good artist and a good wife and a good person, friend on, to be around. Say it. Yeah. It's all the things, you know, because <laughs> it's life. You still have life and that's how you create music is by having a life. So yeah, yes. all of that. Ooh. And I, you know, I, I tour with my husband, you know, and so being, I'm my husband's boss, which is not always the easiest, you know. Uh, trust me, I know. You, tr I know you do. I know you do. That's so great, though. It feels good to, and you can hear it in your music. You're, you're freer, and when you release something, you can tell the passion behind it, and you credit all the people behind it with you uh making yeah. that moment it's really great how you share in your artistry what i wanted to know do you ever find any challenges when creating community within the the genre of soul music do you feel a community or would you like more community and is it leaned upon just your group of people you know how it can be kind of clicky you know yeah do you yeah it I think that people, I think it's hard for people to 
open their arms wide to success or, or abundance because we all had to fight to get where we are to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's an instinct sometimes for people to say, um, I fought hard to get here. I'm not about to open a door for you. And it's human, I think, to be protective of what you've created and what you've made. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've had times when I just, I felt like I was trying to knock down so many, knock on so many doors and couldn't get in. And I would, I would love to be in more communities, more aspects of the business. Um, And I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a really tough needle to thread because you can't, you can't force yourself into these cliques and into these circles. And it, and I would love more community and more, particularly of independent people making music. I, I hope that as we, as more independent musicians and, and creators come up through the business that we can start to kind of break down the walls of, Oh, you have to have a gatekeeper say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm only asking because there are people out there and this is why the platform is so important is to open it up to different communities, whether it be different part of, parts of the arts, but also focusing inward on ours as well, uh, music. Yeah. Is to, you know, bring community together. And I was just asking, somebody might think they're the only one dealing with that, but I deal with it all the time, even at my version of whatever this success is. I'm grateful for wherever this is, because to me, I'm always working, so I don't see it move. I just see... Okay, Mm -hmm. I did that work. I finished. You know, what's the next thing? You know, um, well, what's it's so funny you bring that up because as an outsider, everybody I look at Lettucey and I think there's no way she struggles. Right. In my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And and there are some people that look at me and say, oh, she has a great she doesn't struggle. And and that's just it. It's we're all really, really striving. And some people in, and then the social media thing and who's let into the circles and and what we see is only what we present to people to see and Uh all that. And, you know, and I, I think that one of the best things I learned about community was this, she is risen project, this female Jesus Christ superstar. I mean, I've never, I've never been in a room in a studio of entirely female engineers creative team, musicians. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with me, lots of I women. Grabbed, I was like, oh my God, Morgan, did she tell you I was going crazy when I met your engineer? I was yeah. like, yeah, finally, I'm going to tell everyone about you. You know what I mean? And I know. And, I I, know. and, and I've been sharing. It's, it's like share, share. That's so cool yeah, though, Morgan. Well, especially because I, I think it's such a misnomer that women don't want to lift each other up. I mean, all I find are women who want to lift each other up, and I'm so <laughs> inspired by other women that mm-hmm. I want to I want to debunk that left, right, and center. And, That's why and say, I asked you to talk about it. That's, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I think that women are work so beautifully together and have such a sense of collaboration. It's in our bones to nurture yes, and collaborate. Yes, ma'am. Preach, Morgan. Tell the people. <laughs> tell them it is not true. Because it just true. depends on who you interact with and how open are you and how free. Like I did a tour with, like I was telling uh, Stephanie Mills, I did a tour with Melanie and Tweet. And, you know, people are used to crazy behavior. I'm not like that. This whole tour is us. It's not just me. It starts from yeah. the beginning to the end. It go- all goes together. And what do you need? Are you okay? Did you eat? 
you know, is your sound not right? Let's fix it. You know, I'm yeah. there at the sound check sometime. They're like, what you doing here? Well, first, I'm a Wait. fan. And second, yeah. I want this to be good for you, too. This helps everybody, you know? But you've been like that. I have to say you, you are so warm and so welcoming every time I've ever, whether it's at a meeting, I ran into you at Tyler Perry's and I ran into every time we run into each other, whether it's like a big event or a private something, you're, you're like the epitome of warmth and acceptance and it is personal. And if every single, if other people that are inspired by you look to you as an example, then we're going to be on a good path. But I feel the same way about you. You didn't have to call me to come in and sing uh, a song that I've never sung and be a part of a community that know me but never include me. So it's like, oh, cool. I get to be a part of this community too. And Girl, I, you know, it's crazy. They would all be, they, they want to include you, but they, they think you, that you are um, way too busy and successful. No. And, you know, and <laughs> by the way, by the way, fun fact, back in the day, how I first got hit to your music was Grace Sam Kingsbury. Oh, yeah, yeah. He and I went to Juilliard together. Wow, that's crazy. And he, like... Word of mouth is no joke, because Chester told everyone about... Chester Gregory told everyone on Broadway about the music. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And Grace Ann was on In Color Purple way back, the first one. Mm -hmm. And, um, and... Everybody, I mean, there are so many like groups of people that are like deep, deep, deep Lettucey fans, you know, and I think you know that, but it was, um, I didn't even think you'd say yes. And I said to Shoshana Bean, I was like, well, I really, I would really, really like Lettucey, but I just, she's probably too busy. And she's like, you don't know until you ask. (laughs) Listen, when I'm asked, I'm like, for sure. You saw me. I went crazy. I was like, yeah, what do I need to do? I was so honored to be a part of that. And I didn't even know who else was on it yet. I didn't care. I was just like, Morgan asked me to do something. This is cool. And once I'm your fan, I'm your fan. Like, I'm beyond the music. And then I I hope to be a friend because it's just we need to support one another. Every platform we were given. It's funny. I was doing something with PJ today. And I was like, he was like, let we did the podcast. We were talking on on this platform, and he said, "Let can you come and do this?" I was like, "Yeah, but what if I mess up?" But I'll be there messing up in front of all these nice people. <laughs> and I ended up knowing all the questions. So I was like, "Yes, and I won." You know, it's like yes, it's so cool it. to like support in all areas. But like I said to you when I met your your engineers and stuff and your producers, they were women. I was like, "Yeah, Morgan, tell them." <laughs> <laughs> and then when I had saw opportunities, what did I do? I mentioned their names to the people in, in that community. But we got to keep yeah. doing that. And I do it because I love music and I love people. And I, when I hear somebody that can actually change the world through their sound and through their gift and their craft, I got to put them wherever I can. And this, to me, is one of those moments like you did for me. So I just hope you see that your work in your field is really inspiring um, over here for me on the outside. And I wanted to make sure you knew that. And now that I'm done grouping, I can ask another question. (laughs) Um, Thank you. you. What have you learned? You're welcome. What have you learned now that you wish you knew just a little bit sooner? Um. 
You know, there's something that I've been learning during this time of quarantine that I really wish that I'd known sooner, which is um, I think I've been basing my success or my impact on quantity rather than quality. Come on, man, preach! Sorry, y'all, I I got excited. Yeah. When I now that I've been forced to, to say, oh, well, you were complaining you didn't have enough gigs. How about all your gigs gone? And how about how about every single person around you? All their gigs are gone, and all their livelihoods gone, and and maybe they're all like it, it just hits a wall of the reality of um, what's important. And um, I just I had in my youth I really had trouble looking at other people's plates and comparing, mm. and just. And just getting, just falling into despair and jealousy and, and worrying that I was not on track to do X, Y, or Z. And it just caused me a lot of pain. And I, I think that it's just nobody's path could ever be like mine. I wish I'd learned that earlier. And I wish that I had kind of learned that the path is going to be all over the place. It's going to be circuitous. It's going to be slow and then fast. It's, it's not going to look like anybody else's path. And it's, I just wish I'd known that earlier and I wish I'd given into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Thank you. What are some of your um, songwriting uh, process? Your, can you tell us when you're creating some of the things, do you come up with a song right away or, how, how I, do you have to write yeah. it down quickly or do you, can you hold it a long time or I go in spurts. I don't know about you, but I go in major spurts where I write for four months straight and then I don't write for a year and mm. I write for, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'll write things down in the journal. Mine usually come from lyrics, um, titles and lyrics first. Um, and you know, I write a lot with my husband, so you know, he's always at my beck and call, thankfully. So if we have an idea for a song, <laughs> mm-hmm. we can pick up a guitar. And, and usually on the, we write on the guitar usually. And um, I often will have a vibe. Like it will all be like, I want a song like, I need a vibe like this. And yeah. we'll just, we'll try to come up with a vibe. And, a you know, a lyric will kind of lead the way of what direction it's going in. Yeah. And, and um and then we'll kind of, now we've been writing together so long. And even when I write with other people, I sit down with Mark or, sit, or Ryan Shaw or anybody like that. It's pretty, it's quicker than, than it was when I first started writing because I have more confidence that nothing's going to happen if it's horrible, <laughs> you know, because, you know, you write enough bad songs and then you're not afraid of them anymore. You know, you write a bunch of clunkers and you're like, oh, you know, I survived those last 10 that were bad. There's bound to be a good one in me (laughs) coming around the corner. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) That's cool, man. What are your, um, what, last question, I mean, because you answered a lot of stuff that people can learn from. What are, um, I ask this of every creative at the end of our conversation, uh, lately, I don't know why, but it's, it's really cool. What, um, advice that you were given that you held, you hold on to even today? Any advice? I, I really love, so one of my mentors and who really got me into songwriting and helped me get a record deal was Barry Gordy Jr. from Motown. 
And he really took a shine to me and, and always, always lifts me up whenever we talk or whenever he sees me. And he really believed in me, even though I didn't have any music and I didn't know how to do that yet. And I, and I would say to him when we would meet and I would say, well, I want to make records and I want to tour. And, and I would have this kind of nervousness or fear. And he would say, Morgan, a star is a star in the sky, whether it's dark or light out. The star is still there, but nobody can see it till the night. So you have to act like a star all day so that when people finally get the darkness outside, they see you because you're a star all along. And he just always encouraged me to continue becoming my best self, writing music so that when the time came for people to hear it and an audience arrived, that I would be ready. Yeah. And I, and I love that. And I always think of it sometimes when I get down, I think, you know what, you got to keep shining or working on your art or becoming better whether or not anybody's looking at you you don't you you shouldn't just shine when you're on stage you have to shine all the time you have to try to be better that's great great advice i had one question that i missed yes um when you were in the transition stage from a major label to a independent artists how what what was that like what was that decision and that mindset was Morgan going crazy or was Morgan like what am I gonna do or did you already know or are you like relieved I mean what was that like for you moving from one thing to another out of a major label to an independent artist well you know I was um very surprised and I was It's funny because the entire time I was at Epic Records, I had such anxiety that that I was going to be dropped. Mm -hmm. And and then the years went by and I made some projects and and I wasn't, but I was still so afraid I was going to get dropped. It was like my biggest fear. And then, of course, my biggest fear came true and I was dropped and I had no plan going forward. And I felt ashamed and I felt, I did. Yeah, I felt afraid. And, you know, my manager came to give me the news in person and he flew in from L.A. And he said, um, he told me, you know, I want I have good news and bad news. And he said, the good news is you are going to make your next record however you want to make it. And I'm going to make sure of it. And I said, "Okay." And he said, the bad news is it's not going to be on Epic Records. And I, you know, I got really sad. And he said, why are you? why are you sad? And I said, because I feel shame. And he's like, but everybody that you admire has gone through this. So this is a part of, of a really important journey. And what you do next is going to be totally your own. And through, you know, throughout the next bit of time, when we started to figure it out, I started to see the freedom and the authenticity that could come from me not having to answer to anybody. Uh I mean, I learned so much at the label. I'm so glad that I, that I had that experience and I, I, I grew up, you know, and, um, and so the transition was kind of figuring out as we went along at first, it was really, I didn't know how to ask for money or raise money. And now I'm like, I'm not afraid of those things anymore. And I'm, I'm so, I'm open to any creative thing that pops into my brain now. And I, I think that, I like being the boss and I like not having to answer to anybody. And I think that it comes with a huge amount of freedom. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. People need to know yeah. that it's that 
those transitions are very important. They create who you are. Your your they yeah. bring you your power. You know what I mean? They, they, bring they you do. More power they do. You become something else. It's like a, a phoenix. You rise again to a next thing. So I I just oh, wanted absolutely. you to express that part of it because that's where I'm at right now. So I'm learning by listening to you as well. So I'm very happy. Oh, really? I, I so what do you, I oh, I want offline. I want to ask you. Yeah, no, 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 I wasn't dropped from a label, but I was, we mutually said, okay, I'm ready to go because I wanted partnership in my music. And so yep. now I am, cause I'm too grown. It's time for me to be a grown lady. And part of being a grown woman is ownership, you know? And so my parents never had that. And that was a biggest dream for me is to be a partner in my um, my career with others and share in that growth. But I didn't feel, I felt like I was just a work for hire to build things. And it wasn't bad oh, wow. for me because I was started as an independent artist, but I didn't have, and I had creative. And when I went into being with the major, I had complete creative control. I never had I was like, listen, y'all can't make me go backwards and tell me what to do. That's not gonna work. You know what I mean? But I will share. Yeah. I will, you know, do this and just bring out work. And uh, so my freedom to create never. When you hear a record, it's because I agreed to it. Not no one's ever told me what to uh, record. So I've always had that freedom. But well, that's I, amazing. That's yeah. very lucky. Well, because I started as an independent artist, and now I'm back yeah. to being an independent artist and it's it's really I forgot how much fun this is so well I I love owning my masters and doing whatever the heck I want right. with my merch <laughs> and you know I, I do I'm like I want to make design a hat and I want to uh, design a t-shirt and I want to do this and, and it's it's awesome yeah I forgot when you started then they were into the merch stuff too I I've never had that experience so yeah that's different Wow, Morgan, so many stories. I appreciate you sharing your gems and your your journey with uh, others and especially with me. It means the Thank world you. sharing our conversations that we have real quick. We have drive-by drive-by conversations you and I are like, Yo. I know, we do. We do. <laughs> and we it's still figured a, out how to work together. That's we still so did it. It's it's <laughs> it's such an honor to talk to you and I just you're such an inspiration to me and I just I love everything you do. And, Aww. and so it's just, it's a treat to get to chat with you, you know, always, every time I see you. Well, I, I feel the same, ma'am. I'm, you don't even know it. I hide it, but it's over here going, Morgan, Morgan, crazy. <laughs> keep going, madame. Keep going. Keep being the boss. And you need me. I'm always here. Always here. Oh, thank you. you know thank me. you. Thank you. Always good. Always good. It's all good.